Ooh. Woo. 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 I did it again. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, Hello, and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hey, Jamal's here. Hi, it's Stony. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another fun week at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast that there ever was and ever will be. And uh, we are back, back, back again to bring you some all-stars coverage, girl. It's a new season. It's a new season. Just call us the calendar queens. Yes. yes. I measure my life not in minutes or cups of coffee, but... <laughs> by- <laughs> <laughs> but by seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's what it is at this point. <laughs> yes, girl. Um, yeah, it was a got another fun week. Uh, is everyone still healthy and doing well this week? Yep, still hanging in there. Um, all is well over here in the Miller Robinson household. <laughs> in TFC East. <laughs> yes, TFC East. <laughs> Yes, same over here. Everything's good. Not much to update you guys on. So I think we'll just go ahead and get into our honesty spill of the week, girl. What do you think? Let's do it. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to our honest tea spill of the week. We are back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of episode one of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. We are here. I'm so excited. Like, I know we talked about it on the live and on the last episode, probably, but it's like, oh, my gosh, more Drag Race. But I'm excited for All-Stars 5. Yeah, I I think it was like Monday or Tuesday before All-Stars 5 aired. I was like, ugh, already? Like, we have another season? And then Friday rolled around, and I was like, okay, I'm ready for, like, All-Stars 5. Yeah, like, the whole day, (laughs) we're like, ugh, it's coming on tonight. It's time. (laughs) I'm ready, girl. I'm ready. Uh, yeah, so to start off the show, they uh, this is something that we mentioned in our, our Insta Live, which you can now find on our IGTV on Instagram. But uh, we talked about whether or not we thought RuPaul would ever say anything about Black Lives Matter and and make a statement. I don't know if this counts as, as RuPaul doing that. What do you think? It showed a montage of people that we have lost due to racism in the police force. I mean, it's something, but you have to think as um, the host and the creator of the show, it's nice to hear from the show and see the acknowledgement from the show, but that's still just from the show. Like, I think the people Mm -hmm. still want to hear from RuPaul as a voice of somebody who's had to fight their fair share of adversity to get ahead in the industry and to get where they are today. It would be nice to hear from somebody like that on everything that's going on, and we just continue to not get it so i think i finally reached that point where it's like okay she's never gonna say anything so it's just weird because honestly like as much money that rupaul has and like i'm sure rupaul has like publicists and plenty of like people that like it would basically create it would basically be no like extra effort on her part to tell like a publicist to be like here just issue this blank ass statement like all the other 
This is how I feel. Put it out. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just weird to me that she can't even do that. Like, when all of these companies, like, issue, like, all these statements that are just bullshit anyway. Like, just do that at least. But, like, she can't even, like, muster five minutes of her time to even just do that. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. So, I guess at this point, I don't know. Does that affect your view on the show at all? Or... What do you think, like, going forward? I know that we've talked about this before, like, in our um, group text, the three of us. um, And we've said it on the show plenty times. We don't necessarily watch the show for RuPaul anymore. In the beginning, that was a big part of the show. Like, you're excited to see what Mama Ru is going to be wearing or, you know, what kookiness she's going to bring this episode. But as the years and as the seasons have passed all the talent that comes on the show, like where you're more excited for the cast, just like we can get excited for um, drag race Canada where RuPaul is not going to be present as a host or judge. I think that we can continue to watch drag race in America in the future without RuPaul as the face anymore. You know, we could always acknowledge that Ru is the creator, but Rue is not drag. Drag is bigger than Rue. She's had a huge part in drag, don't get me wrong, but, you know, we're looking at our future on the show, and I think it would need to continue whether Rue is, you know, part of that or not. Yeah, I think it could, um, it would have to be a big change because obviously the title of the show is RuPaul's Drag Race. So even if she's not on it, they would probably have to keep her on as a producer in which she would still get paid. Right. Um, so it's like, you know, I guess it can it's still not really be RuPaul's Drag Race with a different host. Like, that's perfectly fine. It's like if um, Tyra Banks wanted to keep Top Model running and it doesn't have Tyra's name in it. <laughs> but it's yeah. like, you know, Top Model as, oh, Tyra is the host. But you would right. get used to it. It's like um, Drew Carey, right? Replacing that one show, that one popular show that I can't think of right now. Price is right. That one. I mean, the thing is, (laughs) we all like watch the show and Rue is obviously the creator and makes all the money off like being the producer and all that. But honestly, like we can still watch the show and support the drag queens that are on it and buy, you know, the merch that the drag queens sell, (laughs) go to their shows and still support them. And honestly, like the queens that are on the show are way more outspoken about social issues because Rue's just like retired on her ranch in Wyoming. Right. So whatever's left of it. (laughs) And we know that plenty, (laughs) plenty of our faves support Rue and stand by Rue. And I don't fault them in that at all. You know, that's just, that's their view. And I respect their relationship with Rue. But, you know, as a viewer, I've kind of reached a point and you all know listeners like, we haven't been Rue apologists, but we always try to give Rue like the chance. So maybe she'll say something. It would be nice to hear. But, you know, at this point, we realize we're just not going to hear anything ever from think, her. Yeah. And I've come to terms with that and I'm moving on. I think it's kind of like think of Rue as that stubborn relative that you know that means well, but they're just super stubborn and won't listen <laughs> to anything you say. That's basically Rue. Yes. Yeah. Somebody tweeted anyway, like, oh, I wish I had this tweet in front of me. It was perfect. I think I um, just liked it. Damn it. It said, you know, I'm not interested in Rue. Tell me how my inner saboteur is the reason for Black Lives Matter anyway. <laughs> God. 
<laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but that was the tone of the tweet. And I was like, ooh, T, liking it. That is true. I feel that. <laughs> I guess what I was kind of trying to say is I don't want RuPaul to be on as a producer even because then she, like, she, to get the money for doing nothing, basically. I mean, it would be expensive, but they can buy a bitch out of her contract. It would be yeah. very expensive, but they can buy her out. Or they could just call it like Bianca's Drag Race. <laughs> Hail Satan. <laughs> yes, girl, not today. Satan. <laughs> all right. So let, let's keep this show moving, you guys. Um, so we saw all the entrances. Uh, you guys have already seen it. We don't need to introduce the girls. We did a Meet the Queens. Uh, if you don't know who's on the show at this point, girl what are you doing here for real you better check the show notes if you're lucky yeah <laughs> check the fucking uh, show tags girl maybe we'll see <laughs> if i'm feeling nice <laughs> um but one thing that i did want to talk about is uh, a line that i enjoyed and that was uh, when alexis mateo said it's alexis's world and the rest is parking i that love was that cute. i like that <laughs> that stood out for sure Yes, and then the other uh, standout moment was when Farrah came in. <laughs> it was kind of funny when her and Cracker like had the same color on, and they were like, "We're gonna switch outfits." And yeah. I really enjoyed Miss Cracker's "Devil Wears Prada" line. Uh huh. I love that moment. And what did she say? She's like, "Oh, we're set." <laughs> she's like, "Oh, we're set." Yeah. She and then she's like, "I guess I could take yours, but I would be swimming in it. Of course, I'd have uh -huh. to take it in." Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Emily. <laughs> yes. Um. So I think to start the show, we will just kind of break down the new rules because, as you know, All Stars rules have been suspended in quotes forever, but just this season, forever and or until I feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, All Stars rules. No one knows what they ever are. So how can you suspend something that doesn't exist? It's like right. you're you're just reaching into like a draggy ass potato sack and hoping for the best <laughs> right so here's the rules buckle up every week rupaul will pick a top queen she will also pick a bottom two at the same time all the girls will vote on which bottom queen should go home and the top queen will pick who they think will go home so then the top queen lip syncs against a lip sync assassin from a previous season if the top queen wins, the queen she picked is eliminated. If the lip sync assassin wins, the voted on queen goes home. And if RuPaul sneezes, you better buckle the fuck up because <laughs> shit is about to hit the fan. I know. If that wig shakes loose, who knows what the fuck's going to happen. <laughs> All hell breaks loose. Everyone's eliminated. Uh, you know, I'm actually okay with the way these rules work. I like the idea of your peers kind of voting on your performance. Um, I like the fact that the winner still reserves the right to pick who they think should go. And there's still that chance that the winner and the group could choose the same person. So, you know, there's that possibility. And I feel like it's more honest than some fucked up twist, you know? Yeah, I actually don't hate it either. I think it's a good way to like kind of switch it up a little bit and give I guess the other queens a voice that aren't in the bottom also too I also think it's interesting that bringing in a lip sync 
lip sync assassin because it kind of makes it like a celebration of drag right so like it's an all-star season so we're gonna get to see other all-stars that aren't competing yeah oh yeah, yeah good point that is very true we have lots of new roles and i've got new roles i'll count on one <laughs> i'm copy <laughs> kindle dancing right now you can't see because it's a podcast <laughs> but uh it's a lot of rules but i think I have the grasp of what's going on here. So if you can get past that, this is going to be a really fun season and a fun celebration of drag. Yeah, I can feel it. All right, you guys, time for the mini challenge. And uh, la biblioteca está abierta. I said the library is open. <laughs> Languages. <laughs> well, I have to honor our guest because the, uh, the guest here to help Rue decide who wins is none other than... Ricky Martin. Ooh, I'm not mad. Hi, Ricky. <laughs> How does Ricky Martin get like more attractive like every day? <laughs> He's so adorable. Yeah. I want one. I don't know. It's very odd. He just seems to like get more attractive the older he gets. I don't even. I don't yeah. even know. I wasn't even really into him when I was younger, but now Same. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I agree. But yeah. also, what the fuck was he wearing? You didn't like his suit, girl? <laughs> no. Well, no. The workroom. The, <laughs> the workroom work scene. It was like sweatpants and like a shirt. A or shady something. polo and shiny shoes. I mean, work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not going to hate on sweatpants and y'all know why. Menudo, she better don't. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what did you think or who do you think did well in the challenge actually i'm just gonna say that Derek barry won and you guys can convince me otherwise oh my gosh in the reading challenge um Derek won at being like a total bitch and taking it too far <laughs> listen yeah that was beyond a read she was like look i'm just going to go for the jugular um that aorta of yours tastes delightful yeah <laughs> Normally, when they're like super mean, I'm like, wow, girl. But with this situation, I was 100% here for all the shade. Listen, the petty is fun to watch, but I just felt like this was not good for Derek. I was like, this is, I don't know, like this can be really good for you or really bad. So if you're going to shade to this level, you better be bringing some heat in the challenge and the final performance. And well, we'll get there. Um, if you wanted to see more shade, though, you need to watch the What You Pack In with Derek and Michelle because Derek goes in on India again, <laughs> some more again. And even like Michelle's like, damn, like calm down, girl. <laughs> well, and if you watched um, the build series, uh, Monet Exchange, that she talked with all the all stars. And in there, also, Derek really goes ham on India. <laughs> My God. It's so I'm here for it, though. I love it. This is like our, this is this season's Gia Gun. Like, I would love this. I guess. Maybe. I'm just like, for me, it's just like, uh, I get the like hype around it. Like, it's fun energy and drama to be like watching, but I'm very much like India where it's like, I don't have to say much to get my point across. I'm just going to slay you on this runway and send your ass home. Well, girl, we'll get there. I just have to say that in, in team, if between Team India and Team Derek, I'm on Team Derek. So I'm here for it and I'm living for all the drama. Ugh, God. And you know it's not over yet because I cannot wait till the reunion, girl. No. Maybe. Or yeah. when Derek comes back. Derek yeah. is not coming back. 
She's coming back. Uh uh-uh. uh. They always bring these bitches back, so we'll see. No. Yes. But yeah, I I also I think that Juju B withheld her title of being the uh the reading aficionado. Yeah, like Juju B is always like so hilarious and she just reads flawlessly and just the character she puts behind the reads. Like even I love the moment, the flashback moment where it was Juju B reading James, formerly known as Tyra Sanchez. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Ooh, that was shade." They snuck that clip in there um, that on was purpose. The best. I yeah. loved it. <laughs> I kind of wish someone would have repeated that for India. Oh. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought. I also thought Blair St. Clair was really strong reading. Yeah, Blair was pretty enjoyable. She had her bitchy white woman out. It was. It was fun. Yeah, the yeah. Go- the Google thing was really funny. Yeah. I like that one. <laughs> and Angina was there. Poor Angina. Is she is she just <laughs> too nice to read, or does she not understand what a read is? I don't know. I don't think they had the reading challenge on the first season, did they? But she's had like eleven plus other seasons to figure out this game. I don't know. I'm... To quote Jackie Cox and Sherry Pie. Oh fuck <laughs> you! Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I don't Sorry, know. Y'all. I just I I'm a, I'm scared for Angina because it doesn't so far it seems like she's kind of a fish out of water right now. In a way, I mean, she showed up sort of, I don't know. I mean, she I did mean, better than Derek, I guess, right? She needs to <laughs> Not channel really. she needs to channel her inner Bibi Zahara Bernay. I saw a lot of the queens saying that Angina should have been in the bottom. So, uh, yeah. Ooh. But yeah, that was a struggle for sure. I don't know. Yeah, I guess those were kind of the standout moments for me. Yeah, as far as the reading challenge goes, that was really it. Um, The queens always have fun with this one. But of course, we have our standouts and those were it for me. It was definitely not a season two reading challenge. I'll start season two. (laughs) No, definitely not. (laughs) So then we're back in the workroom. I like the part where Mariah is taking her and Cracker stuff to the workstation. And then Cracker just says, oh, I will surely save you if you're in the bottom <laughs> looking right at the camera. <laughs> this she's so good at that. Yeah, she's so shady. I love it. <laughs> yes. And she's like the queen of breaking the fourth wall. So. <laughs> so then uh, the first moment she has India throws Derek Barry under the bus saying she doesn't like fake people about Derek. Listen, is she um, just calling a spade a spade? I mean, she didn't have to say anything, but I exactly, I get the feeling though that Derek would had said something if given the opportunity. Well, that is what happened. Cause you could tell Derek wasn't even going to say anything, but then of course some little, producer troll and it was like i'm china go ask Derek." Uh, <laughs> yeah you're so right you're probably right about that so uh so that's why Derek was and i feel like Derek didn't even really go that into it he didn't like go on his like rant until then they bring it up again at the mirrors and then I mean, that's when they go into it for real i mean though didn't Derek kind of start it in the reading challenge going as ham as she did like, was that even necessary? 
I mean, was it necessary? Uh, for me, it was vital. But I guess for other people, it's something that I needed in my life. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it was the heat was turned up. So if you can't take the heat in the kitchen, then I, I mean, don't know. India served it back. Yeah, she did. I, I think it's fine. I mean, look, I'm not a fan of Derek. I'm never going to be a fan of Derek. So, like, yes, she, like, went in on India. Great. Like, I don't really care, though, because... I'm never going to like pay attention to what Derek does. Really, <laughs> I mean, I in the past, like I haven't been like a big Derek Barry fan, but Derek kind of won me over, or like just in the one episode because I just was here for like how she just calls everyone's shit out. Like she, I don't know, like she just calls people out on their shit the entire episode. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm like I get it on that front, but I guess I'm more like if you're gonna do this on the show, you better like not get your ass eliminated the first episode. I mean, someone's got to get eliminated. We have a group of all stars here. Right. So I hope she doesn't <laughs> I hope she doesn't feel that her spot was a waste of space. I don't think she does. I think that India feels very validated by being on the show and I think that's what she needed. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> um I'm just saying I'm not, and, and I tweeted this, and I think everyone probably thought it was about Derek Barry. I tweeted that even the edit couldn't save her, and they were trying so hard to edit, give India Farah like a good edit, and I don't buy it. I don't think that she's as innocent as she tries to play the victim of in this episode, and I, I, I'm not here for it. I mean, I agree with you, India. I don't know. Season three, India, I always hated. I never liked her. Like when we did the Meet the Queens, she was, I was always like, bitchy. I was just like, oh, India, really? But I mean, her edit was pretty good this week. I just don't really buy into like her being innocent in any of this. It's yeah, just, that's um, not what I read at all. I think I'm more just like, I don't really care because I'm not like, like I'm just, Derek just bores me to death. So I'm just like, I don't really care. Although she did have some good reads. I will say that. <laughs> she had dragging. Yeah. She was dragging. She full on dragged and scalped a bitch in that reading challenge. I don't know. I guess we have differing views on this situation, but I'm sure it'll also come up again as we go through the podcast. <laughs> I mean, if, in, if Derek read India as her talent show, she might've actually won. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she posted the funniest tweet. Oh my tweet. gosh, that was perfect, Stoney. Did you see her tweet um, last night? It was like, it's trending a talent. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. So she definitely like could poke fun at herself. So that, yeah. was, that was hilarious. That is funny. But yeah, I also wish Derek would have stayed longer because I loved how her and Jujubee were being like the shady girls in the corner. Like I wanted to see more of that. Listen, they were about to start a revolution over there. The Regina um, drag, <laughs> Regina Georges. Yeah, it would have been hilarious. Like just those two more in the competition. So, you know, I'm sure, you know, Jujubee isn't, uh, you know, fun on her own, but just her and Derek were great together. <laughs> yeah, I'd be terrified of that duo. Same. So then um, we get into the actual story of what happened. Um, India Farah was either fired or quit, <laughs> depending on who you ask, uh, from a, a club in Vegas. And then Nebraska Thunderfuck took over. And that is Derek's one of Derek's partners. And I guess I don't I want to know what the performance is. I don't know what it is to see if it's like worth getting as upset as like India is about it. 
but apparently the it had something to do with probably India and her fucking shitty rants on <laughs> Twitter being like a horrible person. So then so that upset India. And so then ever since then it's been fucking war. Yeah, they've never got along. It's just, you know, some people just aren't going to see it for each other and I think that's what we've got here. It sounds like it could be a potential case of miscommunication too because it sounded like Derek said, "Well, we did the number naming you and saying what we said about you after you called, you know, Nebraska a pig and a wig. And India's position was, oh, I didn't say that. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm just like, okay, well, what was it? Because both of you know exactly what you did and said. So why, <laughs> why can't you just squash it? Like they both, they both seem like they just want to be mad at each other. And I get that. Like when you don't see it for somebody, you're just, you're not trying, you don't need to find a solution, right? Because they don't matter. And that's, I respect that energy from both of them because that's just the way it is sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like when I don't like someone, I just don't like them. Like we're the, the, it's over. We're not going to rekindle. We're not going to kiki. It's done. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not going to be rude to you, but I'm not going to try to like speak to you or have a relationship with you. Hell no. Right. I was just proud of Derek for even hugging India, so whatever. <laughs> I love that slow-mo, though, of that face. She's like, oh, girl. Ugh. <laughs> she, like, vomits a little bit down <laughs> India's back. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead um, and we will take a... Let's take a break here, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the Work the World talent show. Yes. Be back soon. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here's some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing you're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to our Honesty Spill of the Week. We are going to continue with this recap by talking about the Work the World talent show. I guess we'll just talk about who we thought was the highlights and then maybe we'll talk about who didn't do so good. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Um, For starters, way to open a show, Alexis Mateo. Like, I know I was kind of lukewarm on Alexis before, but I think that she's bringing the heat. Like, she's here to play and I love to see it. Like, the energy was high. It was just a perfect show opener. Like, lip sync in Spanish first of all and she's got choreo happening and that bright ass orange on stage it was just so like vibrant and fun to look at great job Alexis and then Juji B with the vocals ooh yeah I thought Alexis did a good job of just like coming out with high energy and giving us some like nice Puerto Rican drag and all of that. Cha-cha diva realness. Um, I thought that you were talking about Juju B. I thought actually she actually did better than like Blair on her like performance. I was going to say like I (laughs) was like the vocals were so much better. I I was not feeling Blair like Blair is one of those queens. um, 
you know, shade, shade. She might just be like a studio queen. Like, I don't know about singing yes. live, girl. I don't know if Juju. Well, you could tell she was nervous, though. Like, you could tell because you could hear her voice trembling. And then, you know, when you're nervous, you tend to go a little bit sharp. And you could hear at, at points in her song, she was going a little bit sharp. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that that's like makes up for the fact that she wasn't as good as Juju. I'm just saying that is the reason why she was not as successful as Juju B. And I didn't think she was like bad, but I don't know. I just thought, I just wasn't I thought that it. was interesting to me. And I know that she has like a somewhat successful like post drag race career, like with music or at least some of her songs like sold well on iTunes or something. Right. But on iTunes. Um but yeah, it's totally different, obviously, singing live than having like a pre-recorded like studio and song. And she could totally be nervous, right? But I mean, trained performers, like you train to get over that shit. So bring the heat, Miss Blair. I thought I did. I was like really shocked by India. I was not expecting that <laughs> from her. Yeah, she served. And the song was really fun. And the performance part of it where she was like pushing, you know, the backup dancers away. I, I just thought hers was really good yeah it was a cute way to like remind people of like her like little past stint on drag race making fun of it making fun of herself and then it was just also entertaining she had the choreography down it was well organized and high energy the bitch is good at a front roll like (laughs) that's like her trademark we're going to war like india's there like Yeah, I think like the best way to get over like your traumatized past about only being known for being picked up by Mimi I'm First is probably just to do a whole performance about it just to, (laughs) you know, clearly like it was so traumatizing, right? Because you just made a whole song about it. (laughs) Well, she's had a lot of time to prepare. Let's just say that. Like I said, making fun of herself. Someone check her outfit for Knives Girl. (laughs) Um, but no, I agree. I agree about Alexis. I thought that she was really good. Um, I know one person that hasn't been named yet that I think was also really good was Ms. Cracker. Yes. Oh, I thought yeah. her performance yeah. was very, very good. Yeah. Some of the queens in between for me, like Miss Cracker is really fun. Like this is very much what we saw when um, we saw her live in Indy very like high energy cutesy like you don't know what you're gonna get it's funny it's comedic but it's still very put together and polished um also Shea Coulee like of course I love a good lap dance moment but that was kind of like a safe performance for me yeah I thought yeah I was kind of disappointed with Shay's I I didn't think it was terrible but it just I was expecting more out of it and I just I don't know I was a little disappointed with hers I don't I don't want to say disappointed necessarily but I was expecting a little bit more from Shay but I mean also at the same time like in a different setting that performance would is really great like it just reminds me of like some like sensual like R&B music video from like the 90s or something like that you know red light special yeah yeah i don't know so i just think it was maybe like the wrong setting for that performance but i don't know maybe disappointing is a strong word because if i had to label anyone as probably the most disappointing i would probably say um ma'am don't say it okay okay because (laughs) because like I thought thought hers was going to be really funny because she was like basing it off that meme that everyone like was posting for the longest time. 
and she just mm-hmm. didn't do it right like or it didn't come off at least on the camera like it she just... didn't play it up enough like some of these queens get too caught up in trying to be like oh i'm this gorgeous diva like okay <laughs> you're on the main stage of all stars five like you need to drag it up and like exaggerate like you need to perform I will say this is the one time that I did enjoy Alexis's input when she was doing the blinking and the talking heads. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That was so funny. She was just like, she's not playing with y'all. Alexis is reminding us like, um, Miss Vanjie who like I birthed Miss Vanjie. Like she's had some moments this episode. um, Or, or I think, I don't remember if I said Alexis, but if I did say Alexis, I meant India. Sorry. Oh, hold on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So India was. I'm sorry. India was shading, um, doing the blinking, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alexis was doing something else. Alexis was. Alexis sh- is just generally shady. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's like under the radar shady. She had a lot of moments. Like I enjoyed the hell out of Alexis talking heads oh, yeah. this episode. Same. Yeah, and then Angina definitely towards the bottom, just kind of flopping. I mean, with mayhem, like you couldn't even hear what she was saying. So. To me, at least Derek Barry came with a prepared idea um, that was understandable. (laughs) Yeah, Mayhem kind of just lost that. Like, if we can't understand what you're saying, like, you're going to lose the connection with the crowd and you're going to bomb. So that was just kind of like, woo, ouch, I felt that one for you, queen. I don't know. Derek's was just, it was fine. It just, I don't know. It was like, here, I'm doing impressions, but I'm not really very good at them. But here they are. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the, the they were okay. The Miley Cyrus one was really questionable, though. <laughs> I just think that it would have it was a good idea, but not executed well. I don't know. Like honestly, this sounds like bad, but I almost would rather her just like come out and did like a history of Britney Spears number. <laughs> I know she's like trying to stay away from Britney, but it, at least it would have been need like to do any more Britney. Like, take us through like Britney's different eras, I guess, but that's not a bad idea. If, if it was served properly, right? Like if she <laughs> executed it very well, they would accept I mean, it and praise her and for I, it. And I know Michelle would have been like, fuck off, Derek, stop doing Britney. But like, <laughs> of, yeah, you already, but know. at least it would have been like something. I don't know. This was just like, here, I'm going to show like how subpar talented I am. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I don't know. I girl. see your point, Stoney. What did you think about Mariah's performance? Was she robbed? I'm not going to say Mariah was robbed. Um, I did appreciate her performance. You know, as much as people make fun of like spoken word performers, a lot of the times there are some like, you know, you know, some good messaging out there. There's a lot of bullshit. Yes, but there are the true artists out there that serve a true message. And um, I'm glad that Ricky kind of gave her some praise for that because it's also like, you never really know how performance like that is going to be received. So to kind of test it out on Drag Race was, um, I'm pretty sure that was a little nerve wracking for her just to kind of, um, not necessarily be who she is, but make that statement in the way she did. It's a pretty relevant performance to what's going on now, too. Not that she knew at the time, right. but that just shows that Mariah is ahead of her, you know, ahead of the time or however you want to think about it. That's right. She's very, um, she's very with it and connected. And I feel like she's always been that kind of queen just following her on social media. Definitely. All right. So... With that, um, we find out that India Farah won the main challenge, so she is the top queen, and she gets to pick 
who she wants to send home. And then we find out that the two people on the bottom are Mayhem Miller and Derek Barry. Ooh, we're getting warm, you guys. Remember, Derek was not picked in our draft. And whoever's not picked tends to go home first. Right. Uh, So then they all go back to Untuck. And India is feeling herself, saying that she's one and everyone else should beware. But this is what you have to remember. Usually in All-Stars, when Rue has, like, the earlier season queens, they usually win first and then get eliminated. Yeah. Like Tatiana. I was thinking of Tatiana when this happened. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's a fair read. That is a fair observation because you know i acknowledge that as well but hopefully one of these queens whether it's india or somebody else can break the curse and actually like carry it out because this was this was a strong performance so hopefully india can keep that up and kind of push that forward She's done, girl. I know. I know you're like Team Derek over there, but see, like, I just love. I just didn't like her before. I just it, love all this. that India did not have to say much at all, and she she won, and Derek went home. So I don't know. India had a lot to say. I'm I a, don't know what you're talking about. No, I mean she had a lot to say, but I mean she like brought the performance she didn't let the drama hinder her performance and she sent a bitch home so what was all that for i just don't i just think that india's ugly side isn't gone yet i just don't think it's gone i think you're gonna see petty like meanness from her in the future oh i'm not saying that's not gonna happen but i'm also um not disregarding it from the other queen So they, you know, of course, at this point in time, usually they talk with the bottom queens and, you know, let them plead their case with Derek and India. It was very much like a formal job interview, like vibe. Tell me like what your strong points are. Tell me about a time where you had an angry customer and you solved the situation. Yeah, (laughs) this went as well as it could have. Definitely. And then uh, because India knows that she won't be around for too long, she immediately makes an alliance with Mayhem Miller to have Mayhem save her if she should be in the bottom. Foreshadowing to next week where India will be in the bottom. Ooh, we'll see. I mean, this is very like Survivor right here. Like Stoney and I see this all the time on Survivor. Yes, come through Survivor. <laughs> well that would have to mean that mayhem wins next week so we'll see hopefully she brings a better performance next week maybe she'll have one of her amazon fashion things (laughs) she's had a a bedazzle because she bedazzled the shit out of that she's gonna need to bring it's like let me go ahead and get a a outfit out of amazon's closet (laughs) she's like i primed something over hold on i need to stop by my amazon locker (laughs) so now it's time to find out who the lip sync assassin is. India's perched up there, ready to lip sync, and uh, the, the screen comes down with a lightning, a la Celebrity Drag Race. This is their new like contraption they got, so they want to get all the use out of it. Oh yeah, get their money's worth. That's right. That's <laughs> budgeting right there. I hate it here so much. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why is this happening here? <laughs> uh, 
So the screen lifts up and we find out that the lip sync assassin is none other than season 11 winner Evie Oddly. Fuck yes. I was not expecting this and I was so excited. Like Evie's so fucking weird and it's just what I needed at the end of this crazy week I've had. I was so excited to see Evie because I figured it would be like, I don't know, somebody that we saw on Celebrity Drag Race, which is fine. But like I just... I was like, I need like other queens to be on here. Yeah. I, that look, Evie's look was fucking iconic. I loved it. It was perfect. Nothing was wrong with it. She looked so good and I could not take my eyes off of her in the lip sync. I know. Like it was hard not to. She was just, uh, it was just captivating. I love you, Queen Evie. Yes. It really like, you know, between the season 12 finale and then this week seeing Evie twice, you know, in two weeks. And I just love her so much. And she's such a great queen like that, you know, the tearaway pants and the, you know, the wig reveal that we all come to have loved from her, from her season. Yes. I mean... The eye makeup was incredible. Like her outfit, I loved her glass. Like everything was perfect. She was so good. Yeah, and just over a year ago, we were all in Las Vegas together, where she was actually crowned winner of season eleven. So so appropriate on the timing. I I loved it. Definitely. So we obviously find out that Evie wins. Go sit down, India. Um, <laughs> and then because. India did not win her lip sync. <laughs> that means that the $10,000 that she would have won if she had won the lip sync now rolls over into next week's pot. So if the girl next week wins, then I would assume she would get $20,000. Yes. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. I love that. Yes. So um, from there, Evie announces that obviously the queen going home this week is the entertainment of the show. Derek Barry, she's gone. (laughs) Bye, Queen. Nice, nice go. Yeah, it was fun. I'm glad they invited you. (laughs) I was really upset that Derek didn't take this moment to have her outro line to be, oops, I did it again. I think she (laughs) learned her stop doing Britney lesson in that moment. I was like, please say, oops, I did it again. please and we were right Derek Barry was not selected in our draft pick and she's ghost which means we remain supreme the draggiest sixth sense you've ever heard on a podcast yes we did it again y'all I think I was just feeling my oats that day of the uh, the draft. So, you know, I will admit when I'm wrong. And uh, I guess I was wrong. Hey, we've all had our moments yeah. on the show. You were definitely just trying to argue for the sake of arguing. <laughs> I just came here to fight. I don't know. <laughs> Power to the people. <laughs> um so at this point i will go ahead and throw it to stony and he can let us know how the points fell yes so the first episode of all stars five we had a little bet if you remember going into the meet the queens that if Derek barry stayed (laughs) then seth would get like 20 points otherwise if Derek barry left um, Jamal and I would both get 20 points. Mm-hmm. So yay for us. <laughs> so both 20 points for you. You're welcome for padding your scores. Thank you, yes. Seth. So currently, after one episode in last place with 10 points is Seth. 
<laughs> Whoa. Ouch. And then I'm in second place with 30 points. And then Jamal is in first with 50. Come through current reigning season 12 draft champion. And just to kind of remind everyone who's on the team, since this is like the first episode. Ooh, good idea. Seth has Alexis, Blair St. Clair, and Shea Coulee. Oh. Jamal has India Farah, Juju B, and Maya Miller. Yes. And then I have Angina, Ms. Cracker, and Mariah Valenciaga. Yes. I think I think we might have to talk after this too, because normally we give the queen the bottom two queen that wins the lip sync, we give them points. Oh yeah. So I think we might need to rework points because that's not gonna happen this season and Well, yeah. We we'll update you guys next week. We'll talk about it and we'll let you guys know if the rules change or whatever. <laughs> yes. Cause this week I basically just didn't do any points for India, but we can talk about it offline. Yeah. We'll we'll let you know if there's any amendments to the scores, but I'll I'll still be in last place, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. So we will go ahead and get into some untucked talk. So if this is the part where you typically exit the show, thanks for coming. And if you want to stay and uh, chat about Untucked, you're more than welcome to. So uh, this week, I feel like I didn't really see anything that was like too major to talk about in Untucked. There was, I mean, it's not even really Untucked. I think they're labeling it like the after show. Yeah. So, and it was only 15 minutes. So it was really not a lot. So I, I don't know, I guess... The thing, something that I thought would be interesting to talk about is um, at the point in at the end of the show of the main show. And then and here is about Derek Barry kind of like having trouble finding out who she really is like as a drag queen. Yeah, I mean, I felt for her because it's like her brand really was Britney. And it's hard to kind of adjust and change what you know. But with that being said, you've been on Drag Race a good amount of time ago. So you'd had the opportunity to take in that that whole experience, apply the notes. You've got this whole fleet of Drag Race sisters that you can that you tour with and you can learn shit from like you have to want to push yourself and level up like you've known this already that they want to see more than just Britney so why not take advantage and try to really go there and I don't really get the feeling that Derek really wants to like push there yet like it's easier to sit and question yourself oh what should I do how should I do it what's the best way to do it (laughs) but you've had all of this time to figure that out so what's going on girl yeah and I don't know I feel like also to the talent show kind of sucks that she only got to stay in the talent show because we didn't really even get to see what a look was going to be yeah of Derek's post Britney you know what I mean so like she didn't even have like an opportunity to like oh here's a really awesome look I put together that you know isn't you know it's Britney bitch or whatever that's true that's <laughs> something that she should have led with like you know save Britney for like mid-season when you want to like poke fun at yourself and like you know, you know, ruffle Michelle's feathers. Like, give us that new Derek Barry, like, off top, and you probably would still be here. Well, I think the thing, too, is, um, well, Derek Barry is, like, known as the premier Britney impersonator, even before she even got on Drag Race. 
So it's like that's kind of your reputation. It's like and that's your money maker. So you kind of don't want to mess with your money maker too. And she even said like when she gets booked, people book her and they in the contract it says she has to do Britney. So like she hasn't really had that chance to develop a different side of her, I don't think. I mean, I call bullshit on that though because if Beyonce can put together a show like Homecoming and, you know, do the things that she can, like you can have your Britney persona and have that piece of your career, but you also know that you're on Drag Race and if you really want to succeed on that platform and push your boundaries, no one's saying quit Britney. We're saying we want to see something else. So like you can have both and you can keep your contracts. But if you're coming on Drag Race, you already know they don't want to see Britney. So you knew this. I mean, also, too, though, I think kind of like I I kind of agreed with what she was saying. She was like, if I like wore like what you were like wearing, I would still look like Britney because that's just like how she paints her face. So I think that it's kind of not it's kind of inescapable for that comparison to be drawn to her. So I kind of really feel the struggle. I don't know. I feel the struggle, but I think also I, I think I got to see like more of who Derek Barry is. Like she's kind of the one that keeps you on your toes, calls you out on your shit. Like, you know, just, I don't know. I, I liked what I saw. I'm a fan. Yeah. I don't know. She just seemed like a little bit of a drama box for me. So I was kind of over it, honestly. All right. Well, I guess we won't have to talk about this again. So let's get all of our Derek Barry talk out. Whatever. Hey. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's just how I feel. If Derek shows up. Leave her alone. She's clearly feeling some type of way. If Derek shows up to Indy for like some show or something, I'll buy tickets because I want to see Britney perform. (laughs) I've seen Derek perform. She she performed in in, uh, Dragapalooza. I saw her there and she did some sickening live singing Britney songs and it was really good. I know. Like I said, I love to see her Britney. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what they're calling it nowadays? Yeah. That's what they should call it because that's how you compartmentalize and separate your craft. I want to see her Britney. (laughs) I want to see her Britney. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, So the other thing I guess I wrote down was India said she wanted to be the first to slay the lip sync assassin and uh, she failed. So good job, (laughs) India. She definitely failed at that. I was loving like her bitty bitty bum bum vibes. Like I love the lip sync look. But I mean, against you can't beat Evie. You can't like everything Evie was throwing at her. Like she had no chance. I mean, it really wasn't a fair competition. No chance. <laughs> you can only do so I many mean, front rolls before it's just, like over it. Yeah, you can only look right. like the drag critter for so long, and like, oh no, that's Evie Oddly, the queen of critters. So. Like even if like if Evie hadn't been there to brace her like role, she probably would have Robbie Turnered her way right ah. off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Evie is the best. I mean, just like her, the start of her, the performance, it just captures you, and then you are already sucked in. You just don't look away. Yeah, very true. So, amazing. I want to see Evie live. Is who I want to see live. Yes, I know. Wouldn't it be so fun to get um like go see the Las Vegas show? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, not right now. Currently, I'm not flying anywhere, but Evie was in that show, wasn't she? Well, I watched the highlights reel and it <laughs> of like, you know, some fan recording the whole show, basically. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's not it, it's not for me. 
I would rather see her on her own. Yeah. In her own type it's of It's probably more fun in, her own in a bar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably way more fun in a stoner bar. Yes. In the hookah bar. Yeah. That'd be tight. Well, all right, you guys. It's been another fun week at Thanks for Coming. We hope you guys enjoyed our talk about All Stars Episode 1. We'll be back on Thursday. We'll give you our Canada's Drag Race draft. And then we will bring you the recap of We're Here finale. Uh, congratulations to them on getting renewed for season two, girl. Yes. Yeah, so exciting. This is great news. That is a show that needs to keep going. So that's amazing. Yeah, so we'll be back with you in a couple days, but until then, bye. bye. It's Derek, bitch.